0: Okay, what I want to say in a nutshell, if it doesn't understand really. Anyway, let's make it a nutshell like this. How do you really know how much you love another person? It's very simple. Another person when I have a very deep question about them, they say don't have an answer. I don't talk to them. You know, I'll think about a person that's very good then i see they're a little bit wrong. i right? ask them, how come you did it wrong? They have no answer. They want nothing to do with you. That means, my relationship with you is on that level that there is a question which can turn me off. But imagine if I love a person so much all the questions in the world cannot turn you. No question. Devolves it. Let's take it on a simple level, you know, on the hard side. The either can come up to me and say to me, you know, really, why did God do that? I have no answer. But if this Hitler says since they have no answer, so God is dead. You know what that means? His relationship is not that deep. Because, see, if he doesn't have an answer, it's turned out. And what's about the other Hitler? This other Hitler so deep. All the questions, all the questions. But you know what it is? Let me tell you something. You see, on a, on a deepest depth level, when Mashiach is coming, then God will answer all the questions. Elijah the prophet is answering the questions. But you know to whom he answers the questions? Only to those who, with all the questions in the world, are still holding on to God like that. all those people are so close okay so I want to tell you this <coughs> because Pesach night Pesach night God doesn't give us the Torah. night God doesn't the Torah. God gives us some shoes all the teachings Pesach night is when I put into order my relationship to God. You know, Pesach is called Seder. Seder means order. You know, I can do everything in the world 100% according to God's will. But if my relationship to God is not the way it's supposed to be, nothing happens. Husband or wife, she does everything he wants. And he does everything she wants. But it's a dead marriage. Because their relationship is You know, the parents and children, they do everything they want and nothing is there. The first thing is, Mamish, what is my relationship Say tonight, the fixing is on two levels. The fixing is, and open your hearts when God is calling me how fast do you turn your head how fast how fast can you do something for God you know matzah is fast, right, chomutz takes a long time everybody knows to bake matzah fast, if it's one second longer in the oven, it's up pace, like the whole thing is fast, and everybody knows, reasons, Mamesh, fast, peser, everything is fast. Erev, Pesach, if you fool around, you don't make it, right? And the later it gets, the faster it has to be. You know what fast means? I can leave everything behind me and just do this. One. That's the first fixing the second fixing is <coughs> what's about all the questions what's about all the questions you have against God about God you know it's very strange night, I don't have to ask questions and it's very crazy shwu's is all the teaching Right? teaching is really mine so shwu's night, I should be up and ask God all kinds of questions, and God answers me shwu's night is learning but well, the answer is learning. It's beautiful you ask a question. But even if you don't ask, it's also good. Someone tells me one to one is two, so I have no question. I know one to one is two. There is something which is so deep, unless you ask a question, it means you didn't get it. Let me tell you something very deep. I meet this girl on the subway. She looks just so beautiful and, uh, mazel she, she goes out and I go out I'll ask you, did you ask her, did you ask her what her name is? She says, no, I didn't you know what that means? you don't do it there there are moments if you don't ask a question it means you didn't care you know, there are moments I'm so close to God And if you don't ask God all the questions that night, it means you're not that close. You're not that close. You know, I just want to tell you something, um... struck me very deep. you know, we are not afraid of telling people what we think but we are much afraid to tell each other what we are really asking because everybody has such deep questions they have such deep questions about God about each other, about ourselves but you know, the ishwatha says a vowel tile my blood you know why children are so filled with questions? Because they know they're little. They know uh, let, let, me, let me translate the words. Just mind blowing their holy. You know what it means to to know that I'm little? It means there's so many things that are know the that to know so much. So, the Ishvita says like this. And then actually again. Okay, imagine, I meet this girl, I love her very much, and I get married to her. Each time she calls me, so really, you no, she's calling me again, okay, again and again. You know what that means? She can never ask me any questions, because there are questions Unless this person can turn to me completely, I cannot ask So the Ishmael says like this, (coughs) the first thing is on Pesach night my relationship to God is, and again listen to this, do you think it's so easy to non-slave yourself? When you're a slave in Egypt, there is something infinite that you want to remain a slave, it's the Book of the World. When when a lot of people became free they wanted to go back to slavery the next day. And and basic was forty years that we didn't want to go but well some people after forty years wanted to go back to Egypt. So what's Saturday night all about? Say the night is that mamish God gives me the strength. But I'm Mamish ready to go to God every second. You no know, friends again, mamish my head doesn't work tonight It's so the to beginning. I don't make myself clear, but imagine I never kept Shabbos my whole life. Suddenly Mamashit hits me, God I should keep Shabbos. Who gives me the strength to turn myself to God completely? Suddenly Mamshut can down and keep Shabbos. Take between people. Imagine my wife would point out to me. You know, she'll tell me you've been married five years, but there's one thing you always do wrong. Never can change instantly. Mamish, you're right. You're right. I'm doing wrong. I won't do it anymore. And this is not doing true. It's deeper than true. Talk about regretting now that you leave for young people and you say I'm okay, taking Who gives you the strength, Mamish, to leave everything the way you did and do something else? That's Pesach. Pesach is to get out from what you did all the time to being a slave. Mamesh, i doing it. And I'm getting out of it. Pesach. The second thing of Pesach is, you know what the deepest depth between people is, between me and God? And I, I want you to think of it the deepest depth. Imagine my child is asking me, what time do we eat dinner? If I answer 6 o'clock, okay, I should answer 6 But you know what, what I have to know inside? My child is ba- basically asking me the deepest, deepest question the of in the world. What am I doing? What am I doing? you know if I can walk on the street and somebody asks me what time is it then I can hear in that question this person's asking me mm, I wish somebody would tell me what I'm doing here. I wish somebody would tell me what God wants to hear that you know how much freedom that is? if I'm a slave I hear the words what time is it? if I'm free then this person's voice can reach me throughout this, this person's asking me asking me the You see, when do Mashiach come? Mashiach is coming when the world will be on the level to know that every question a person is asking in the world is the deepest question deepest question you know, something very deep, you know, the person is asking you, you know imagine, you're supposed to meet somebody at 6 o'clock and you come 7 they will ask you, why did you come 7 instead of 6 You'll, you'll answer but imagine if I would be so pacific to realize that they, imagine I would know they're asking me not only why I came seven, asked me what they're doing in the world what's about the six million, what's about everything in the world what a relationship between people Unminded. But again, you have to be absolutely free You must have to be able to turn yourself to another person You have to be able to turn yourself to God, mamasheh of the highest Step. Now listen to this Why do I have trouble, let's say, putting on film in the morning? Because I think God wants me to put on film in the morning If I would know that when I'm putting on film God is answering all my questions even if I don't understand the vow would I I would know that everything is mamish and mishir because what is, what's the world all about? the world is all about that God wants to reveal himself to now listen to this You know, there are certain answers you cannot ask, you cannot answer, unless somebody is asking you. I walk in here, and suddenly I would say, Eugene, you know something, uh, I was born here, I'm that old, and and this, and this. Nobody you to open your eyes A person cannot talk about himself unless they ask. You know, I can walk into a label and tell them a story, already in the New York Times. You'll say, nobody asked you, who cares? I'm telling you right? To talk about myself because I'm touching away with something very deep. To talk about something very, very, very deep, unless you ask listen to this, God can do anything in the world. But so to speak, even God cannot bring the ship unless we ask him. God cannot bring the ship. There is something so deep, so personal, so mind-blowing deep between me and God, that God cannot give it to me unless I but it has to be on the deepest level. It has to be on that level, <laughs> you know, both. It has to be on the level that even if you don't answer me, I still love you the most. And also, I can't live on that when it, I, I don't know, it just came to my head as an example. Made it <coughs> connect completely with you. You know, in Krakow, in Krakow, this is recorded in the, in the you know, today, sadly enough, you know, imagine you'll take a diary of the Temple Emanuel that says on Monday, June 1st, Francine coordinated $1,000. Thank you very much. On June 15th, Mr. Jack Cohn. Should never have died and left half a million dollars for the synagogue. Thank you very much. Why didn't you take off earlier when you needed the money? Things like that, you know. I mean, the rabbi writes commentaries. <laughs> <coughs> Things like that, you know. Sadly enough, but you know, in the in the holy community of Krakow, also Lemberg and Marsha, there was a diary of the community. The highest story. This is one of the at one Shabbos, it was very hard to get fish. Everybody was running to the marketplace to get fish. Finally, there was only one fish left. And there was a little yidel, tailor. He came to the market and he just, it was one fish left. came to the fisherman. He says, how much do you want for it? He says, it's the last fish. Usually I would sell it to you for a dollar, but it's the last fish. I'm it to you for ten dollars. <laughs> for ten rubles. It was okay and he's putting in a piece of paper suddenly there's a carriage and the wife of the president of the community of Krakow is arriving, she also wants fish for shots. She sees there's one fish left. <coughs> she jumps off the wagon, she says, how much you want for the fish? He says, I'm just selling it for 10 rubles so He says, here's for this rubles <coughs> He says, know, I'm sorry I bought it already He sold it to me for 10. I'm giving a hundred. They said for stealing. He sold it to me. She just doesn't bother even looking at him. The tailor goes straight to the rabbi, calling the wife of the president of the community for the entire. He says, because if she's treating me <coughs> He says if she treats me this way, can imagine how she treats her servants, loves how she treats all the other poor people. So in the name of all the poor people of Kaku, I'm calling her to court. Strong, right? Okay, the rabbi who was a very holy Kabbalist realizes this. this is not an ordinary tale. It's a weird story. Heartbreak. He says, I'm the rabbi of Kaku and I demand you should tell me who you are. He says, please don't ask me. Begging you, don't ask me. Obviously he was a holy cabalist, but not that holy. He says, I insist that you tell me. So never he lied down on the sofa. And he says, I'm one of the lamas of Sadiqi and he died in sleep. One of the 36. 36 holy people, they can only live if they're not revealed. You know what I mean to say? Okay, I want to say just one more thing. Very important. You know, we go on to the four sons in the Hagodah. The Chokhm was clever. The Roshel was wicked. The Tam was. How would you say Tam? Simple. Shengdalion doesn't know anything. Again, without getting involved because of Chasidus. I'm sure some of your members just the other way around the Chochum is the worst, the Roshu is better, the Tamazin is even better and the Sheheng is the highest, right? But let's not get them out there. just want you to know something. What, what, does have, what does it have to do with the Exorcist? The Exorcism. you know why a person why, why, why is it the one thing, you know, the Khochum, his problem is he always wants to be clever. Have you met those people? They always have to say something clever. Why didn't you say something stupid sometimes? I remember, without making myself big or small, remember Givari's show the At one time he decided to give, out of nowhere, to give a little exam. He says, tomorrow morning, I'm giving an exam, you know? So he asked me something, and I answered something stupid, you know, the truth. So he says, what's going on here? Well, he says, what's going on there? It's very simple, he says, I'm not afraid to be stupid. He says, maybe, he says, maybe there are some people who are afraid to so answer stupid, I'm not afraid to. He says, I'm so clever that I can be stupid. Also. So he liked it. But you know, there's a Chocham, me always has to be clever. What do you have to be clever about? Now listen to this, readers' friends. Imagine, I meet this girl, and every <coughs> word that comes out of me has to be super intellectual. You know what that means? I'm not very close. Because if I'm very close, what do you have to be so clever? You have to impress somebody? And I tell you something else. If a boy never from school has this urge to be clever all the time, never woe to the rosh hashivim, right? That's the way you throw those kids be The <coughs> kid thinks he can only be precious to you when he's clever. Anyway, the chokhmah has a problem. He always wants to be clever. The rosh has a problem. He can only get attention when he's pregnant.